This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. I prefer all things Kenobi, but I suppose that's not the Jedi way. As long as it's not all things Anakin. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. This week we're flipping it, we're talking the the inverse, the opposite (laughs) of the seven deadly sins, we're talking about the seven virtues. And for those who don't know, there's seven heavenly virtues and there's seven capital virtues and sometimes the heavenly ones are considered cardinal and it's all this crap, but we're just focusing on the seven capital (laughs) virtues. We didn't know what we were getting ourselves into, did we? Right. No, but the seven capital virtues are the ones that pair best with the seven deadly sins. Yeah, they're considered, like, the opposite of the sins. Yes. Yeah. And I have to say, I thought this would be easier, but I found it much harder. Much harder. I had to actually look up lists of Star Wars characters to jog my memory for some of this, because it wasn't coming... Like, with the sins, people popped to mind right away, and for Mm -hmm. the virtues, that did not really happen as easily. No, and... Some of them I put originally in one in one column, and then I was like, no, 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 they 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 belong over here. And then I had to rethink yeah. who belonged in the previous spot. So I do have some repeaters, same as the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do actually, which is you weird. don't. I, yeah, I'm really surprised that I don't. I oh, I was, interesting. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. I'm actually really excited to talk about it. So. Similar to the Seven Deadly Sins episode, we are going to talk about the virtue itself and what it means via Wikipedia. Yeah. (laughs) And then we'll talk about who we chose. We chose one male and one female character if we could get that, which I could not get for the first one, which is (laughs) chastity. (laughs) Well, do you want to list what the, the seven virtues are? Yes. So the seven capital virtues... Are as follows, the the exact opposite of the seven deadly sins. They are chastity, temperance, charity, diligence, patience, kindness, and humility. Yes. Do you know what I enjoy about this? What? It's not just, ooh, what character matches. It's actually a kind of a study in the meaning of words. Yes. Because these things... You think you know what it means, and then if you actually, if you actually dig into the definition, it's it's much more specific. Yes, and I I kind of enjoy that. I think you and I because we both love writing, mm-hmm. like 
the meaning of words is actually pretty interesting to me. I don't know. Yes. And it forces you to kind of, so you have to understand the virtue or the sin, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then you have to really think about the path these characters took. And if it goes with the full definition. Right. It is interesting. I <laughs> Let's dive in because I'm curious what you have. Because <laughs> I st- this I, this whole thing was uh, just a giant trip on the struggle bus for me. <laughs> Why did I picture the magic school bus when you said well, that? Well, it is. It's me and you in the magic school bus, but it struggles because it has four flat tires. So... <laughs> So, you know, I just saw a meme the other day that was like when you're in the grocery store and all your shopping cart wheels are perfect. And it was just four pictures of Obi-Wan. Oh, <laughs> well, he he's a repeater on my list. Him and Luke are the the two that repeat. It makes sense, honestly. Quite often. But I tried not to repeat, but sometimes it was just so obvious that <laughs> I had to put them on the list. Anyway. I'll read the first one, and then we'll flip-flop, okay. right? Let's All right. do it. So the first one is uh, chastity, which also is known as purity. And it, it's as we all think. Chastity is literally someone who is chaste, refrains from either sexual activity that is considered immoral or from any sexual activity at all, according to their state of life. In some contexts, for example, when making a vow of chastity, chastity means that the same thing as celibacy. So based on this alone, I mean, it all goes around the act of sex. So this was really hard for me, but I put the Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because <laughs> I mean, he, okay. So we think about the Jedi or what the Jedi were supposed to be. They were supposed right. to be chased from this correct order or maybe not so much the act of but remain pure in the fact that don't form attachments and stuff but right. yoda was refrained from everything he was just <laughs> i don't even want to think about it <laughs> i know it's fucking crazy but like he's the only one i could come up with i couldn't come up with a female that's interesting i struggled with a female because Star Wars is pretty saucy for ladies, honestly. Um, Yeah. A lot of them have children. And that's fine. We're not saying that chastity is good or bad. It's just, it's on the list. So, (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, Okay, so my first choice was Qui-Gon. Because... But but didn't he... In canon, he's actually really opposed to casual sex. Okay. Which is really disappointing. It, it, <laughs> it is. If it I may is. say that. <laughs> oh, you may. There's a scene in Master and Apprentice where Rail Avaros is sleeping with some woman at a bar or something like that. He has like a casual relationship with her and Qui-Gon's really opposed to it. And Avaros is like, this coming from you who's had a relationship in the past, so... I don't know if he, like, what it was that changed Qui-Gon's opinion, but according to that book, he is more chaste than I wish to believe. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But the, the woman I picked was Shmi. 
Yeah, she would be the only other person because even though she had a child, it was, you know, the, essentially the story of Mother Mary. Right. Like, Immaculate conception of Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and she is portrayed more as like a motherly character where even mm-hmm. the other characters who are that way also are kind of sexy like Leia and Padme and mm-hmm. I mean a lot of like even Aura Singh you know she's not motherly oh, yeah. but she's definitely more like sexy and there was clearly a, she had a relationship with Hondo so yeah wow that's a choice <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I mean uh, well anyway yeah so the, that's who I that was tough though because that that is so it's so specific you know it is very specific there's no wiggle room there's no sim there's no symbolism we could go off of right so yeah yeah that was the hardest one for me i think yeah for sure that was tricky shall we move on to temperance yes temperance in its modern use is defined as moderation or voluntary self-restraint it's typically described in terms of what a person voluntarily refrains from doing. This includes restraint from revenge by practicing mm-hmm. mercy and forgiveness, restraint from arrogance by practicing humility and modesty, restraint from excess such as extravagant luxury or splurging, restraint from overindulgence in food and drink, and restraint from rage or craving by practicing calmness and equanimity. So I'm very curious who you have because I came back to this one over and over and over and read over temperance. I Googled examples of temperance. I had to really di- like deep dive into this one because the obvious one for me is Obi-Wan. Yeah, because this is not about self-control, right? Like the, the next paragraph here that describes says that it's temperance isn't self-control it is like not even having that negative feeling in the first place yeah because you're so like at peace with yourself in the world that you don't have these negative feelings ever yeah so and and the fact that obi-wan the what did it for me for to put obi-wan in this category was his restraint when it came to Maul in the very end, right? Mm-hmm. He just, he's never excess. He never, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't choose violence. Like he chooses violence, but he doesn't choose revenge. Right. He always has grace at the very end of, of everything. And it just seems to come to him intrinsically. It's not like, yeah. Hmm. What do I do here? Do I do this or that? It just comes to him. I think that over the course of Obi-Wan's life, he develops temperance because mm-hmm. we, we've we talked about in the past how he has those feelings. He just chooses not to act on them. But like you said, by the time he gets to Rebels with Maul, he's not even having that mm-hmm. anger. He's very much even and, and like at peace at that point. So I think that's a really good choice, honestly. Who do you have? I have Yoda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he yeah, doesn't... He, he just doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't show any signs of negative impulse, really, ever. <laughs> for female, this was hard for me yet again. Yeah. But after I whittled it down, I, and I may be wrong, 
because I, I went back and forth on this one. I chose Mon Mothma. Oh, interesting. Hear me out. Her house is extravagant. Her clothes are extravagant. She has all of the luxuries. I don't think she wants any of it. It's all yeah. part of a a ruse, right? Yeah. Or maybe she was brought up in it because she came from... It's the position she was put in, basically. Yeah. If she didn't have it, it would look more questionable. But she could really choose rage, but she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She could really choose um, revenge or hate or any of those things. But she keeps a pretty even keel. Mm-hmm. Tries to sway towards the good. Still, I mean, there are some caveats when I chose her, but she was the clearest one for me for females if I really overthought it, (laughs) which I definitely did. (laughs) Yeah, I think she makes sense. I mean, she's... She's kind of a faker. She fakes you out with it. Yeah, I think her natural state is one of, like, Defending those in in need, you know, caring about those in need. And that is, so like her default is not those negative things. Mm -mm. Yeah. I picked Luminara. What? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. I have to absorb this. Hang on. (laughs) Luminara. Yeah, because like Yoda, she's just like... She never shows really any cracks. I don't know. Luminar is always so virtuous. So like, okay, her she's always tempered. Like she never has heavy emotion or like a deeply emotional reaction to anything. Okay, I can buy this. I don't like her. Everyone knows this, but I can buy this. Well, that's why I think she's she's temperance. For sure, because she is... Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, yep. Because yeah. it's it's not even like her <laughs> trying to control herself. It's like, she's just that. Like, she's just even... Like Yoda, and I find Yoda annoying in the same way that I actually find Luminara annoying. <laughs> like, they're kind of detached, almost. Yes, exactly. That I like, think that's it. Luminara is so tempered that she was just going to leave Barris to fucking die. And she's yeah. like, it's cool, I'll find another. Like Exactly. <laughs> I'll find another pad of lunch. It's fine. Life goes on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I hold a grudge against her for that. But if you look at it from the definition, she fits it. She's like Yoda. Yeah. We don't have to like our choices. (laughs) No. Oh, absolutely not. No. They're like coworkers. You don't have to like them. You just have to work with them. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I don't have to like these characters. We just have to work with them. Yeah, exactly. Shall we move on to Charity? Yes. Charity is held as one of the most excellent of the virtues. (laughs) It is the habit of charity that extends not only to the love of God, but also to the love of our neighbor. So uh, let's get into this a little further. Really, charity and love kind of go hand in hand here because you are charitable for love. Like the end goal is to love thy neighbor, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, Love has other meanings, but in this sense, it can also be equated to being charitable. The friendship of man, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I thought was Luke. Mm. Because he's always going out of his way 
Not uh, And not like a purchasing sense. Not like, I'm going to donate this. Yes, that is a form of charity. Right. But he will literally go out of his way to help others and not ask anything in return just because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And that is out of love. Love for his fellow creatures. He he went in in the Mandalorian and saved them all. Didn't know a single one of them. Yeah. Didn't need to. Didn't even know what he was getting into. No. There was yeah. just people in need. You know, someone sent a sing- signal or Baby Yoda sent one or somebody sent one. And <laughs> and he said, okay, someone's in need. I'll come help. And then, of course, when yeah. it came to something more personal like Leia and Han, he's like, I have to... I have to save my friends. Was it haughty at the moment? Yeah, maybe. But he didn't even think twice. Yeah. And he wants to start a new school and do it correctly. He wants to bring others up in a better way than the old Jedi Order did. And, you know, it's just his version of love. Yeah. So that's my male choice. Well, that ties in well with mine because mine's Anakin. Oh, how nice. Tell me more. <laughs> because when you think of, like, yes, he's hot-headed and, and such, but ultimately he's really almost always trying to save someone when he's yeah, true. in that state. And he hates injustice. You know, like, that makes him terribly uncomfortable. He always wants to protect. Like, even think of, like, the Lerman, you know? Yes. And um, those little turtle people, whatever they're the called. Felucia people, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never learned what their species was called, but I know, but they're so great. Yeah, <laughs> the, turtle, it's the turtle people. The turtle people. <laughs> they look like little turtles. They do. They, they're like good examples of how he's not gonna. He, he's his hands are a little bit tied, but he does everything that he can to to help those in need. And that kind of ties into my female choice, which is Ahsoka, because she's very much Mm. the same Mm -hmm. way. Although I was tied with Padme and Ryu Chuchi as well, because they're all just like, it's the charity. Yeah. I chose Padme. It's like an obvious choice, right? When you think of someone always trying to give more to people in need, she, Padme always comes to mind first. I had, I had... Leia, too. So, in, in in essence, all of the Skywalkers, including the adopted daughter of Ahsoka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of nice. I mean, some of them had their faults, but really they did it out of the... They did it out of... Now, I would say that Anakin was a little bit selfish uh, when it came to Padme. Yes. Saving Padme because, like, yeah. oh, my God. But, yeah, they all just... They went out of their way. To save people. I guess that's all the Jedi, too. How can how many times can you think of uh, when Anakin or Ahsoka said, like, we need to do something, you know? Like, yes, yes. We have to f- find a way to help these people, you know? And and not only that, but they taught them to help themselves. Yes. Which, you know, you teach a fisherman to fish, he'll never go hungry again, or right. however that phrase goes. Exactly. So, like, they taught them how to protect themselves, how to... You know, they even changed their thought process on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Charity's yeah. a good one. There's a lot of that in Star Wars. Yeah, that was an easier one, honestly. That came to mind a little easier than mm-hmm. chastity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this next one is is even a little bit weird. The diligence is next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Diligence is 
it's, I don't know. I thought this one was interesting. It is carefulness and persistent effort or work. It is not listed as one of the seven heavenly virtues. So this is just one of the, I guess some of the others are, that we've talked about are also heavenly virtues, right? Yeah, diligence is the opposite of sloth in this case. Okay, that makes sense. It can be indicative of a work ethic, the belief that work is good in and of itself. So, Mm -hmm. honestly, a lot of people came to mind, but my first person that came to mind was Rex. (gasps) Me too! Oh, really? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! We both had him! That's great! How funny! I had him... And in parentheses, I put any of the clones, really. But yes, I highlighted yes. Rex. Yes. yes. I mean, it's like what they're always saying. Like, yes, you know, we're bred for war. But really, they're they're just like the most diligent, amazing, dedicated people. And yes. Yeah, they just, just came to mind first. Everything about them is always observant and careful and, and working mm-hmm. because... When do you ever see a clone just relaxing? Pretty much never. Never. <laughs> never. And you think about the Bad Batch, in sp- like, specifically. Mm-hmm. They're all in it together, and they each have their own, like, specialty, right? But they're in yeah. it together, and they take pride in what they do and how they do it together as a group. And that could be a larger example of all of the clones. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, they're bred for it, like you said, but they want to, they take pride in it. It's, yeah, they're, they're, and even they protect each other, dare I say, in the Pong Krell arc, where it takes it to a whole new level, where they're not really even, you know, the Republic is looming, they're doing it, they have a job, so to speak, but it's, it's like something, it's a pride thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And anything they do, they do it with, they do it with diligence. <laughs> <laughs> They're diligent clones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they have like an honor code and they live by honor. You know, it's their duty and that matters to them. And yes. Yeah. I fucking love Rex. <laughs> I love Rex. God. I'm glad a, a clone was able to get on our list, honestly. It's- yeah. Yes. Yes. Did you have a female choice? I do have a female. I feel pretty good about this one. Go for it. Rio Chuchi. Yep. I love it. Mine is also a senator. <laughs> oh. Who is it? Bale? No, because it's female. It's Mon Mothma. Oh, I'm so stupid. I forgot we were talking about females. Because um, <laughs> I thought of Bale, too. But, like... Yeah. So you have Mon Mothma. I have Rio. It kind of goes without saying, right? Yeah. I mean, the both of them always nose to the grindstone, right? Just... Yeah. Uh, again. They're just good humans. Yeah. Or humanoid, I guess. Alien. Yeah, Pantoran and human. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they, they, they stand for something. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. What they do, they take great pride in and they're diligent about it. I'm, I keep using the word, but like... It's true, though. There's a great honor code there. Either one of them could sit back on their laurels like other senators do. And even like Mon mm-hmm. Mothma's husband seems to not really give a shit about life <laughs> at all. Yeah, true. 
and and like you said, they're living in luxury as these senators, but you can see that Mon Mothma never really is not thinking about working for the greater good. It's basically on true. her mind constantly. In yep, yeah, patience is the next one, and this is interesting because it's not what I think a lot of people think. This one goes a word. This is a word study. Mm-hmm. Patience or forbearance is the ability to endure difficult circumstances. Patience may involve perseverance in the face of delay, tolerance of provocation without responding with disrespect or anger, forbearance when under strain, especially when faced with long-term difficulties, or being able to wait for a long time without getting irritated or bored. So (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Patience is also used to refer to the character trait of being steadfast. Now, all of these are, there are so many characters that have had to endure difficult circumstances, persevere, um, tolerance, (laughs) you know, all of these things, because that's like Star Wars. (laughs) I mean, that's just, that's Star Wars. So my only male choice that the only one I could say I can I have to put him down and everyone else comes second is motherfucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Yeah. 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 The poor man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not only did he deal with Anakin for how many years, but also he just we've talked about how much horrible shit has happened and he has done nothing but endure it. Loss after loss. Yeah. After loss. Without being corrupted or saying something mean or letting it change his good nature. Yeah. That's correct. And that's what makes it patience, right? Yes. He's steadfast. He perseveres. I mean, I think perseverance is a great thing and he like defines that. Yeah. I think so too. He's like the only like obviously yes there are many patient characters in star wars but he is the poster child for it yes now who's your female i picked hera interesting i picked leia now i know that she gets irritable but (laughs) she she wanes out of that Mm -hmm. she has had tremendous loss over and over yeah difficulties same as Hera these are two generals and they've both lost their homes their families and continue to persevere with grace and kindness yeah and understanding for other people you know yeah yeah I think Leia's an excellent choice I mean think of how Alderaan was blown up right in front of her and then she got right back to work if that's not patience I don't know what is Right? And Hera, too. She lost her husband while she was pregnant. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I hope we're all caught up on this. But, like, she got right back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. These these people are amazing. If I could only be a quarter of what these characters are. Tell me about it. Jesus. (laughs) Now, the next one. Ooh. The next one's kindness. How do we even choose? But I'm, I'm excited to talk about this one. Yeah, kindness is is classic Star Wars. Uh, kindness is a type of behavior marked by acts of generosity, 
consideration, rendering assistance or concern for others without ex- without expecting praise or reward in return. Wow, saying reward and return is very difficult for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you have? Because it's like so many people could. I know. This. Well, my first one was Luke, but then I chose another one because Luke is like. Yeah, Luke is my choice. Showing up. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, he's even sweet to droids who irritate him. I know. <laughs> I know. My other choice was Mando, Din Jardin. Oh. And the reason I chose him was because he started off as a, like, a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. doing things for a bounty, and he's very kind. He turns away from that and starts making friendships, doing things for for Kai. He develops a bond with Grogu. He develops a bond with a lot of random people and, mm-hmm. and creatures. And he's very kind. He's kind to that civilization that he helped, like, protect themselves, like those natives. Oh, that yeah. That were very kind to Grogu. And, like, he's, mm-hmm. he has a very kind disposition to him. And it's getting more developed the farther away he gets from, like, that bounty hunter beginning. Yeah, that that's a really out. nice choice. That's a he has a very gentle disposition, I think. <laughs> he does, and and Grogu has softened him like considerably and shown him that there are other ways to exist than just bounty hunter ways, you know. Yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't ask for anything in return. It, like he's been offered, like here's a plot of land, and he's like, no, nah, I don't I don't need that. I don't want that. I just want to, yeah. you know. But he, he takes it, but. You know, he doesn't really ask for anything, which is the exact opposite of a bounty hunter, which I think is great. It's character growth. So. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Who did you have for female? I have Ahsoka. Oh, that's nice. I have Leia. And just Luke and Leia, to me, are just yeah. kindness personified. But Ahsoka really is. She really is kind. She doesn't ever ask for anything in return. Ever. Yeah. Did, wasn't her quote, like, if I see someone in need... There's no question I'm I'm helping them and like yeah. mm-hmm. she do, she doesn't she doesn't want praise she doesn't want gifts she just walks away and goes on to the next the next person or people that need help yeah because it's it's basically she does it because it's the right thing to do not because correct she she never has an agenda and most Jedi don't Although which is just age. like Luke and it's just like Leia it's just like Hera. <laughs> <laughs> Mon Mothma, Rio, should we keep going? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, Leia's a good one, too. I mean, she's she is kindness. She's a little sassy, but that's her personality. It doesn't stop her. Well, think of her with with Wicket, the Ewok. I know. Oh, God, I know. You know, like that know. scene to me and the way she's so kind and sweet and gentle and knowing that that he's a little afraid of her, but trying to, like, put him at ease and take the time. Unlike Luke, who got really frustrated with Yoda, you know, like, <laughs> yes. Leia is calm and gentle and, like, lets him be goofy and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, I just... I like that. They're good folks, all of them. <laughs> yeah. And lastly is humility. Humility is the quality of being humble. Dictionary definitions accentuate humility as low self-regard or self sense of unworthiness. But in a religious context, humility can mean a recognition of self in relation to a deity and subsequent submission to that deity as a member of the religion. But outside of this, 
this what this is like what I went off of. Humility mm-hmm. is defined as being unselved, which is liberated from consciousness of self, mm-hmm. which is a form of temperance that is neither having pride nor indulging in self-deprecation. And I think that is important because self not indulging in self-deprecation or a sense of unworthiness is really really imp- important here. Yes, this is my favorite one cuz the definition is so um unexpected. I think people think they know what humility what humility is, but again, when you dig into the meaning, it's right. a little more interesting. I found a really good definition that I wanted to read. It's from uh, Positive Psychology, and I just, it like hit the nail on the head so well, I wanted to share it. Let's have it. So it says, but humility has nothing to do with meekness or weakness, and neither does it mean being self-effacing or submissive. Humility is an attitude of spiritual modesty that comes from understanding our place in the larger order of things. It entails not taking our desires, successes, or failings too seriously. It's not just humble. It's like being willing to serve a greater good or a Mm -hmm. higher purpose, accepting Mm -hmm. that you're part of a larger plan, basically. Yes. Well, I mean, it could be any of the people we already talked about. (laughs) Yeah. So who do you have? (laughs) I have Jin and Cassian. (gasps) They're perfect. They're actually perfect for this. Yeah. Because I think at first you would be like, uh, what? But if you go by the definition of understanding you're a cog in a wheel, like a mm-hmm. part of a bigger cycle, they both reach mm-hmm. that point by the end of Rogue One and they're willing to die for a bigger, to like serve a greater good to stop the Death Star from killing any more innocent people. That to me is humility. It's funny that you have a couple because I also have a couple. Oh, do you? Who do you have? Kanan and Hera. I love it. (laughs) It's so good. I just, it's for the same reason. Yeah. I mean, Kanan literally sacrificed himself for the greater good. And he lost so much. I mean, he lost his fucking vision, which he gave up doing the same exact thing. And he turned it around and made it something better, you know? Yeah. It was he was totally selfless. He loved the people he was around, but I think that the thing it's just like Jin and Cassian. There's a much larger thing at work, mm-hmm. and I don't think Kanan and Hera ever lost that either. No, isn't there even a moment between them where they they don't yeah. yes. Well, Kanan's like what are we going to do after the war's over and she's like I don't even I don't even know. Like, I haven't even given it any thought because they're, even though they have this love for each other, they serve a bigger purpose of the rebellion and trying to protect those who can't fight for themselves. So, right. Yeah. Perfect example of humility. Kanan could have let what happened with him during Order 66 destroy him. He could have let his blindness destroy him. (laughs) Never stopped him. It's the same thing with especially Jin. Yeah, because she, she didn't start in the, in the in Rogue One. I wouldn't say she was a person who exhibited humility at all, but by the time she got to the end, she was transforming the whole time. Every step of Rogue One basically was one more change in her until she got to the point where totally she didn't need to 
like whatever happened to her she kind of didn't care anymore but at least now she had something she could do that would be positive and i think that's i think that's the lesson here with humility is that i don't think anyone's born with it you take what's been given to you or what's happened and your path and you make a choice and you then devote yourself to something greater Mm -hmm. than what has happened to you or what took place in your personal path or or journey or whatever i think it's hard because there's really hard i mean look at these characters how much they sacrifice they literally give their lives three out of four of them yeah and that's a huge sacrifice to offer but ultimately isn't that like when you think of religion, a lot of times it asks you to give your life, like put your yeah. life into the hands of a higher power and have that kind of humility towards the higher power. And it's it's scary. But then when you think of these characters, you see how noble it is, like how noble they are in their sacrifice. I don't know. I think it's it's a tricky one, but also I really enjoyed that one because... It was not what I expected. I thought it was just going to be humble, and it's not. It's not just being humble. If it was just humbleness, I would choose, like, Shmi, for instance. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the terrible things she went through, but she always kept, a, like, a kind of grace about her and patience and all these other things we've talked yeah. about. Yeah. And even though she was being put in horrific circumstances like slavery, still tried to raise her son with good values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was well, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much different than the seven deadly sins. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting that it's harder to talk about virtue. That's what a cultural study that could be. <laughs> that is, I'm, well, it's like you said, you got to study the term. It's not as obvious. Yeah. Which I thought for sure it would be. I'd be like, oh, that's Leia. Oh, that's Luke. Blah, 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 blah. But right. it's like, it's not. It's not that easy. There's yeah. some that, there's there's um nuances about these. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, that was fun. I like doing this kind of stuff where we kind of. This was. This was. And, and listen, we heard you guys when it came to the seven deadly sins. You really liked it. So I hope you all enjoy this version as well. Maybe we'll find some other things like this to do when it comes to the characters of star wars in the future yeah if anyone has suggestions send them our way because let us know we love this kind of stuff so next week's episode we will be reviewing the last two episodes of the ahsoka show we'll be giving our thoughts and opinions and discussing all everything about it so we're i don't know if we're going to keep up this every two episode but we're feeling pretty good about things, so we're gonna we're gonna go with the episodes three and four. We'll discuss those from the Ahsoka show next week. So join us. So last week we reviewed Ahsoka episode one and two, and we asked our listeners how they would rate it on a scale from one to ten and why. And we got a couple a couple responses on our Spotify. If you didn't know, you can respond to our questions directly on Spotify, but you can always send it to us via social media. So Ainsley said, a nine. I love Ahsoka as a character and it's interesting to see another part of her life unfolding. I also think returning to the Rebels storyline was fun. I'm excited to know what happens next. 
and Alexandra said 7.5. I really enjoyed it, but was confused about Sabine Jedi training. Same. True. <laughs> yeah. However, I'm cautiously optimistic since Dave Filoni is heavily involved that it will all make sense eventually. Yes. Same. Pretty much. <laughs> and our friend and patron, Kevin, also rated it an 8 out of 10. Same as you and I, basically. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for responding. And in fact, we got a response to our Seven Deadly Sins episode. Our friends, our spirit animals <laughs> over at Conversations yes. said that they said something we didn't even think of. Yeah. For, for Sloth, they said Luke in The Last Jedi at the beginning, basically, through, through you know, when Rey first meets him. And that is yeah. so true. Yeah, because... Like we discussed, sloth is not laziness. It's kind of like no longer caring, right? Yeah, and that that was it. Yeah. I I I was my jaw fell when I read that from them. I was like that is so right? brilliant. It's so brilliant yes. and accurate. And accurate. So you know what? Thanks everybody. We love you all and you make this fun for us. So thanks for for joining in with us. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. We just did a giant giveaway slash contest that's not really a contest because Patreon won't let us have contests, but... No, they won't let us have giveaways. <laughs> they won't let us have giveaways, but they'll let us have contests. Excuse me. But if you want yes. to be a part of that, come on over to the Patreon. It's a lot of fun. But as always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoy the podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and or Apple. If you need just one place to find all of these things, head over to our lovely website, mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin. May the force be with you. Always. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.